0: Oh, good morning, it's Friday. We've made it through the week. Welcome to Kings at Home Daily. Uh, if you've been with us all week, I hope you've been enjoying the uh, um, uh, devotional. We've been looking at the Church of Laodicea. I wouldn't have believed you could get quite so much out of it as we found this week, but it's, I hope it's done you good. Um, so uh, let's pray and let's see what the Lord has for us today. Lord, what a joy to be able to start the day like this, to pause look in your direction, talk to you, and invite you to speak to us. And that's what we do this morning, Lord. uh, We take these few moments to open your word, open our hearts, and invite you to speak to us. So please come, wherever we are, whatever circumstances we're living and walking through at the moment, come and speak to us, I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're right at the end of... uh, this letter to the Laodiceans, these lukewarm Christians these, in this prosperous city become smug, self-sufficient. Don't really, you know, They're not living passionately for the Lord and we've, we've seen the need for eye salve spiritual vision to see things that matter and things that don't. And then that we were looking yesterday at that, uh, uh, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And it's such it's a, it's a beautiful picture you know, on the back of the whole thing of discipline, we looked at discipline yesterday. The Lord does discipline us to, to to make us more like Jesus, but it's it's out of his love. And then there's this wonderful picture. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person. Just say a couple a couple of things about this. Um, you, you, you know, we, I mentioned yesterday that um, we often think of this as an... Uh, a verse for non Christians, but it's mainly a verse for Christians in the context. Wanting to come close, wanting to come close, and of course it says, "I will come in and eat." You know, I, I think the the implication there would be um, the Lord's table. You know, uh, the bread and the wine, and which of course is foreshadowing. The banquet one day we you know jesus said i will not drink of the wine till i drink it again in my father's kingdom and uh, you know we, one day it's it, we when we every time we take bread and wine which is a you know it's an important part of our walk with the lord and uh oh i know at kings at the moment we have to use those funny little pot things it's a bit of anyway we'll blame it on covid but you know it, it's, it's it's important we're breaking bread together is is really really important it's part of our uh, part of this you know um I will come in and eat with that person and when we take the bread and the wine, we're, we're, we're thinking back to the Last Supper and we're, we're fellowshipping with, with one another and with the Lord Jesus and it, it's precious, precious, precious. Don't let it ever become an empty routine. Don't, ever, don't, don't, don't ignore it and leave it out of your life. It's an important part of the Christian life, feeding on the Lord Jesus. Um, so that, there's a little reference there. If anyone hears my voice, I will come in and eat with that person. Um, but it's a lovely picture here of the Lord. I stand at the door and knock. And, and just the graciousness of the Lord. You know, I'm going to read a little bit to you from um, a book I've got here about this, about the Lord knocking on the door. George MacDonald puts it this way. Nor will God force any door to enter our lives. He may send a tempest about the house. The wind of his admonishment may burst doors and windows. Yea, shake the house to its foundations, our lives. But not then but not then not so will he enter. The door must be opened by the willing hand, ere the foot of love will cross the threshold. He watches to see the door move from within. Every tempest is but an assault. In the siege of love. Isn't that lovely? The terror of God is but the other side of his love. It is love outside the house that would be inside. Love that knows the house is no house, only a place, until he enters. No home but a tent until the Eternal One dwells there. Isn't that lovely? And he's speaking about, you know, the, the Lord perhaps allows some storms to go on around us so that we'll open the door, Lord, Lord, I need you, Lord, fill my life, I really need you, I want more of you in my life, that's lovely, isn't it, just you know, he's not going to barge his way into our lives, and and so often we, like the Laodiceans, can be self-sufficient, and and the Lord allows a bit of a storm around us, um, because of his love for us, um, waiting for us to say, oh, Lord, I really need you, come at which point he says, I will come in and dine, sup with you. And uh, perhaps we'll pray that at the end of this morning. If you're getting feeling buffeted at the moment, hey, might just be the kindness of God waiting for you to open the door to Him, to His presence uh, in a greater measure. Okay, um, this is now, this last verse, these last two verses are overwhelming. Listen, he's writing to Laodicea, these half-hearted people who have lost their passion for Jesus. Listen, to the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. Just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. What? I mean... You know, Lord, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord. The one who's victorious, they're going to sit with me on my throne. Goodness. Oh, if we understood that, goodness me, we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. Oh, Oh, the awesome one, the Lord of all creation, the saviour of the world. I'll give them the right to sit with me on my throne. Oh Lord. Jesus is the firstborn of many, rising from the dead, resurrection, mourning, first of many, you and I. Huge privilege. What a calling, what a, what a destiny, what a future. How can we possibly think that, that the stuff of life, you know, our bank balances and our reputations and our career, all that stuff the Laodiceans were so impressed with, how can they fade into total nothingness in comparison to this astonishing calling to be with the Lord Jesus, to, to reign with him, to be close to him. I'm overwhelmed, I'm staggered. It's you know, and this is to Laodicea, see you. These lukewarm folks. He's knocking on the door. I want to come in. So those who are victorious i'm going they 're going to sit with me on my throne, and oh my word we're, in that when we 're there we 'll we'll, we'll look back I, I'm gonna, why on earth d- did I get upset about that? Why on earth was that such a priority? Why on earth did I give so much of my life to that? Why on earth did I think that was so important? Lord, you are astonishing. everything changes everything changes I, I, I know my time was pretty much gone i 'm going to finish this little series on uh, Laodicea uh, by quoting from john piper and um he he says this this letter is addressed to lukewarm christians who think they need nothing more of christ it's addressed to churchgoers who don't enjoy the riches of christ or the garments of christ or the medicine of christ because thinking of garments and medicine that's what they had in town you remember i said earlier in the week okay Um, Because they keep the door shut to the inner room of their lives. All the dealings they have with Christ are businesslike, lukewarm dealings with a salesman on the porch. But Christ didn't die to redeem a bride who would keep him on the porch while she watched television in the den. His will for the church is that we open the door, all the doors of our lives. He wants to join you in the dining room, spread a meal out for you, eat with you, talk with you. The opposite of lukewarmness is the fervor you experience when you enjoy a candlelit dinner with Jesus Christ in the innermost room of your heart. And when Jesus Christ, the source of all God's creation, is dining with you in your heart, Then you have all the gold, all the garments, all the medicine in the world. Isn't that that beautiful? How do you buy gold when you're broke? You pray. You trust the promise. I will come to you and I'll eat with you and you with me. There is an intimate communion and fellowship with Christ, which many of us need to seek in earnest prayer. Because when he dwells in the innermost room of our affections, he brings the power we want, more than anything, the power to conquer our selfishness and live for others. Lord, we, we invite you in. Lord, we, may this be our prayer the next, over these next few days, to be inviting you in to the innermost place in our lives, to fellowship with you so we can live for you. So go with us today, Lord, I pray. May your Holy Spirit keep what we've been looking at this morning alive in our hearts and minds, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. I've overrun a little bit. Um, we've reached the end. Next week we're, we're going to the throne room of heaven. I hope you join us on Monday. Bye now.